by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Welcome to episode 516 of the Paranormal School Rock Show. My name's Armitage, and over the course of the next hour, I'm going to play you music that you should hear on the radio. But don't. Morning all. Oh. If in the unlikely event that you are listening to this on the Wall Rock Radio for the East Midlands, it's just gone 7 o'clock in the evening. Mind you, you could be listening to this at ever given time. So generally, I guess, uh, hello will suffice. Last week, uh, I mentioned that once a year, Henry Rowlands on his KCRW radio show will dedicate a whole show to that wonderful genre of punk. Now, long-time listeners will know that originally... The Paranoid School was a mail-order company that brought Scandinavia closer to your stereo. The, the Squirrel and myself ran between 2000 and 2006, so I thought I'd revisit some of those Nordic bands that we and our customers were really getting into. It's not going to be just a nostalgic trip, as I will be playing stuff that has come out since The Paranoid Squirrel has become a rock show. The first band out of the trap is arguably the most well-known and influential Scandinavian band that there has been. Cut short by a drunken decision by Razzle to join an equally drunk Vince Neil into driving down the road to buy some more alcohol for a party that was being held by Motley Crue for Hanoi Rocks, who were temporarily laid up as Michael Munro had done his ankle in. <laughs>
of course was Malibu Beach Nightmare from Back to Mystery City a couple of Fridays ago I was at the Hope and Anchor for Rockaway Beach 10 that features Stash who I missed the Black Bombers who I saw and were great and Honest John Plain who I chatted to but as I arrived at the venue on public transport allowing for the opportunity to consume alcohol I left just before Mr Plain hit the stage so I could get home on the same day as I left Uh, we may now have 24 hour tube trains on certain lines in London but none come even close to my house however I have to say I had a great evening deep in conversation with Andy from Fear and Loathing fanzine Moya and Tom from the Phobics debacle Dave Renegade and Timmy Dorella Timmy is super excited about the new Dorella's record which he had only just heard the final mastered version of which means so am I anyway Malibu Beach came on between sets but it didn't sound like it was Hanoi sounded like a female singer so obviously I asked Timmy who it was with a look only Timmy could give he answered Hanoi rocks who do you think the squirrel was not in attendance as she was in Helsinki seeing Michael Munro with a match fit Rich Jones even if he was attacked by a birdside insect the following day the Flaming Sideburns were also in town, which I thought she'd be at. She wasn't. She was seeing Amorphous, even with Amorphous set, finishing early enough for her to get across town. Me? I think you all know where I'd be. <laughs> From the Flaming Sideburns last studio album, Keys to the Highway, that came out in 2007 on the Ranch Forward Stroke Bits Core label. Guys, 
a new album is long overdue. Of course, the first band to send me down the slippery, expensive, yet thoroughly enjoyable slope into Scandinavian rock mayhem was to back your babies. For about 10 years, up till the 24th of April 1998, the only gigs I regularly go to were Motorhead, The Damned, and when they were still together, The Ramones, The Odd Stones, or Guns N' Roses at Wembley, but I'd only sporadically pop along to the likes of the Astoria and Chan Cross Marquee at the behest of friend of the show and pre-squirrel associate Arkwright, the squirrel, before she was a squirrel, and next to Ray when he was just plain Ray. Uh, it was more of a monthly outing as opposed to a weekly jaunt that it uh, had been and now, thankfully, is again. Not sure why this happened. Maybe it's because between 82 and 88, I'd basically been exposed to some of the greatest live music ever that I naively thought probably could never be bettered. And the band I was in had crashed and burned. I don't know. Maybe I just couldn't see the wood for the trees and needed a break. Anyway, the squirrel said that she was off to see a Swedish band called the Back Your Babies up at Ulu and that I should go. The band's then current single and EP were played for me which obviously went out and purchased along with their first LP for Coalition which was Total 13 we arrived super early as the student bar sold red, an alcoholic drink that was made with Bat Guano at student prices nowhere seemed to be off limits so we wandered into the venue to be greeted by Michael Munro and the Back Your Babies being interviewed for a Japanese magazine purchased the Swedish 12 inch version of Total 13 and got them to sign it and discovered Michael Munro's backstage pass on the floor under the chair he'd been sitting at, which I still have. Uh, that, that's the pass, not the chair. <laughs>
So later, the squirrel said that if I liked the Back Your Babies, I'd love the other band that their guitarist was in called The Helicopters, who were playing their debut UK gig at the garage in Highbury in Islington. I duly went along, and as you know, was completely, jaw-droppingly, life-changingly blown away. After the gig, as I was spending a penny, I proclaimed to no one in particular that all the helicopters needed to have done was play Smash It Up, and my life would have been completed. To which Ginger Wilder, who was standing next to me, said, You must be as old as me.
going straight on after the helicopters was the defectors who hail from Denmark. And fuck you, because you're looking good. From the bruised and satisfied album that was released on Bad Afro back in 2007. The band are back as a going concern after taking a few years off with the promise of new material. Going back to the helicopters, their last album, Head Off, was an all-covers affair. The reason escapes me, but two scenarios are possible. To highlight other garage bands that were doing it for the copters, or to see how many journalists would praise the continuing skill of the band as songwriters, not realising that in fact none of the tracks were penned by then. Considering the latter befell a classic rock scribe, I've got to go with that. So I'm going to hit you with four songs. That's right, four, right after each other, that the helicopters covered on the aforementioned album. Starting with The Peep Shows and Midnight Angels, The Turpentines and Salvation, The Robots in the Sign of the Octopus, and finally, The Royal Cream with Darling Darling. So take me
Of course, new Scandinavian bands are out there, flying the flag and making me part with my hard-earned cash. The Curse, as you should be well aware, is one of the newer breed that parts me with my money. Two albums into their career, with a third being recorded as we speak, The Curse encapsulate what Scandinavian garage bands should sound like. From the debut album, Suck It In, Spit It Out, is the title track. Can you help me? I'm so alone My little pet is Dead and gone I didn't mean to Kill that cat I was just so bored from the ashes of great bands that split up new ones form in the case of the kings of rock glucifer the bands in question are bloodlights featuring captain poon and smoke mohawk that have danny young and ralph ungan the artist formerly known as rowdell useless in their ranks captain poon seems to have made bloodlights the natural progression on from glucifer whilst smoke mohawk although still retaining that glucifer feel have a more 60s 70s vibe going on looking at my glucifer collection um, doesn't seem to be an obvious track that I should play because they're all good so with a random click of the mouse it's going to be Shaking So Bad which was a great live track that gets an airing uh, which is followed by Bloodlights and Down On Your Knees from their Somebody Else's Nightmare EP with Smoke Mohawk the icing on the cake with Sophia from their second album Viva El Heavy Man <laughs> Oh, 
from saving you from my waffle, there is another reason why I've already played three songs back-to-back twice. It's because I've had a couple of warnings come up saying that my external hard drive, where I record this show onto, is almost full. Therefore, while said two lots of three songs were playing, I was furiously deleting folders and files that I didn't need. Interestingly... Uh, in my quest, I found a couple of songs that seriously will need playing next week once I've emailed the alleged musicians that are on it for verification. Sometimes when a band splits up, the splinter groups that form afterwards don't live up to the fans' expectations as the new bands may wish to distance themselves from the old in musical terms. In my case, it's Imperial State Electric. Long-time listeners are well aware that I have so far been disappointed with the studio albums that they put out. I do, however, love the in-concert one, as it sounds like the Beatles at the Star Club. To be fair, though... With every release, I have been getting more and more into them. Well, the band's fifth album, All Through the Night, is all set for release on the 23rd. I've re-heard a couple of tracks, Read Me Wrong, which came out in May, which, unfortunately, I measured against the helicopters, my myth and creed. Uh, the second track was the title, uh, title track, which came out last week. It didn't sit well with me. I don't know why. Uh, it had strings on it, which was a surprise. No, not the person, but the instrument. I have nothing against strings on rock records, but I, I don't know. However, listening to the album in full, everything seems to flow and work well. I was expecting disappointment, but with the opening notes of Empire of Fire, I knew this was going to be an album that I was going to enjoy. I still have my reservations over Read Me Wrong, but <clears throat> tracks like Break It Down and Bad Timing more than compensate with get off the boohoo train sounding like it was recorded by john lennon just after he'd shot his voice doing twist and shout brilliant another curveball was the country tinged remove your doubt with vocal duet courtesy of lynn Simpson. Uh, again it works well <clears throat> the last track no sleeping sounds like the beatles white album era and, and i'm sure if george harrison was still alive he would have provided the guitar solo the press release that came with the album, Sights the Ramones, Tom Petty, The Clash, Cheap Trick. I disagree. To me, this is the album, it sounds like what Imperial State Electric have been building up to. I am relieved to be able to say, all through the night, it's a great album. And to prove it, here is Bad Timing. <laughs> Bad. 
time soon are knocking on my door of the usual one hour mark, I think I can safely say I'm going to overshoot it. But what the heck? The shopping trip up to West Wickham will just have to wait. Just so long as I can make it to Fordham Park in New Cross for one o'clock to see the phobics. All will be well, unless it's raining. As the show's been progressing... <clears throat> I've been scribbling down bands that I need or should play, but looking what I still have to left to play, this is going to stretch to like two hours. Fortunately, a lot of the artists on the list haven't stuck to just one band, with many intertwining, so I can play a couple of tracks striking off a dozen or so in two fell strokes. First up are Rex, who only released one self-titled album back in 2002. I have to my shame, mislaid my actual physical copy uh, which I needed because off the top of my head I could only remember that the band consisted of Robert Pearson and Mans P. Manson the internet <coughs> was of no help so I messaged Robert who has come straight back with the missing members of Jonathan Bath Peter Hellstrom and Robert Grandelius Robert uh, would also release two excellent singles as Tom Hawk before going on to play Death Breath, Thunder Express and lending a helping hand in Imperial State Electric. Johan contributed to the helicopters Rock and Roll is Dead, This Is Rock Science by the Duets and Misdemeanors self-titled album. Mans has his own band, The Maggots, releasing a handful of great albums along with the Monkeys inspired t-shirt which I can just about still get into. Peter seems to have hung up his bass guitar and I haven't been able to find out what Robert Grandelis is up to at the moment. Anyway, enough of the history lesson. Here are the Rex with After Our Rescue.
Hans P also plays guitar in Midlife Crisis, which is, was, the brainchild of Urki Thurman, who first came onto my radar screen, thanks to Mary Slim, where he played bass. Join Urki and uh, Man's in Midlife Crisis are Dr. Egan and Robert Erickson. To date, the band have only released three singles. The last sports a great sleeve of the band imitating the Dam's debut album cover. And that is the first to include two originals in the shape and form of Here I Go and Here I Am and Dark Yellow Easy Flow. However, the track I have selected for your listening pleasure is Cranked Up Really High that was originally recorded by Slaughter and the Dogs. <laughs> given this show more thought it'll be easy i said to myself but now i'm slowly realizing actually quite quickly that i'm going to leave a lot of bands out that i shouldn't uh, one i couldn't miss were union carbide productions who were formed by ebert lundberg patrick kennis 
Bjorn Olsen, Per Ham and Henrik Rylander in 1986. Their music could be described as a fusion of psychedelic rock and raw Stooges-esque rock and roll. The band split up at the end of 1993 with the soundtrack of our lives rising from the ashes. The band's style draws heavily on 60s and 70s punk rock such as Rolling Stones and Light Union Carbide, Iggy and the Stooges and psychedelic rock along with the addition of psychedelic and mystic references which uh, are also prominent in the band's lyrics and aesthetics the band disbanded in 2012 with guitarist matthias barrage forming freefall and abbott after a couple of solo albums enlisting the talents of the indigo children to release from the ages to come ebert and the indigo children up at the garage in islington on december the 4th freefall on the other hand seem after one album to be on hiatus Nothing new on either their Facebook or Twitter pages since January 2015. This is a shame. As anyway, as above, so below, I'm going to hit you with three tracks straight after each other whilst I cram the last of the getting to room temperature Tesco shop into either the fridge or the freezer. First, you'll hear Union Carbide Productions and the single mix of Glad to Have You Back, then the soundtrack of our lives and James' last experience from a present from the past and finally free fall and world domination. So-called friends, I wish that you were dead 
one thing I have noticed is my lack of Scandinavian bands with female members. There are many, Crucified Barbara, Barbecue Barbies, Sahara Hot Nights, The Ultra Bimbos and Mary's Kids, just to name five. So here are Mary's Kids and Tiny Tits, Tight Ass. So I can hear Mrs A pacing up and down outside the dining room door and no one likes that. The Nomads, you can argue with me, but you'd be wrong, are without doubt the forefathers of Scandinavian rock. Founded in 1981, the band plays music influenced by the MC5s, the Stooges, Rocky Henriksen, the Ramones, New York Dolls, the Dictators, the Damned and other early garage rock and punk bands i mean what's not to like no nomads would have meant no helicopters lucifer basically everything you've heard on this week's show would not sound like they do without the nomads still going today still going strong and still sounding the best here's get out of my mind from the loaded deluxe ep
check out their live version of Kick Out The Jams from their 20th anniversary gig. If I played the Nomads, then I have to play Sartor, who formed in 1981 as well. So here is Dressed Up From Basement Noise. which means I can get on with the rest of my weekend, as can you. Hockle Superstar, like the Back Your Babies, ignited the Swedish trash and roll of the late 90s. At the time, much was made of the rivalry between the two. More Stones and Beatles than Oasis and Blur, but made for good press on both sides. The band's first album, It's Only Rock and Roll, was released in Sweden on the Again label. Seven tracks were re-recorded for the second and first worldwide release, Bad Sneakers and a Pina Colada. Uh, the track I'm going to play you wasn't. It might have something to do with the guitar part. A direct copy of Guns N' Roses' Sweet Child of Mine. Until next week, take it easy. Shoot. Shoot.